going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Elemental Evan Show. Today is episode 52. So if you can believe it, it's actually been a full year of officially podcasting. Uh, this has been an incredible journey so far, and uh, I'm super happy to share all of this with you. So uh, for today, we are going to jump back on track with today's uh um, organ masterclass, and this is going to be specifically regarding the kidneys. So for those of you who uh, are interested in the kidneys, maybe have some issues with your kidneys, or just will want to, you know, go through the whole organ masterclass and really better understand all of our organs, this is going to be right up your alley. We're going to cover, you know, what your kidneys are, what do they do, what are the mo uh, main issues that we have regarding our kidneys, uh, things that we run into with them, and then uh, what are some herbs and foods and different practices we can do to help keep our kidneys uh, healthy and functioning properly. Now, before we get into that, you know, I love to uh, touch bases with all of you and go over a few different odds and ends. So first off, I always kind of give a weekly challenge for everyone. And honestly, this week, it's just going to be to drink more water. So uh, typically, you know, our kidneys and our liver, for example, which I've done uh an episode on the liver and now I'm doing one on the kidneys and realistically with both of them one of the most simple practices that you can possibly do to really take better care of your kidneys and your uh, liver is simply to drink more water and also to drink better quality water. Now, obviously, you can overdo it on the water and make it so that you are peeing very clearly and, you know, there's basically nothing in your urine. It's just kind of, you know, come, you're drinking water and it's exiting your body immediately. Uh, that is not something you need to do. You can go ahead and kind of judge how much you need to drink by the color of your urine. Keeping it just a light yellow color would be ideal. Um, but nonetheless, a lot of us are not drinking enough water throughout our days. So that is something we can easily do. And like I said, high quality water is going to be very important here. So pretty much as long as you're not drinking tap water, you're going to be much better off. Um, I typically will either try to drink a spring water or a reverse osmosis water that I have at my house. Uh, and I go ahead and restructure that with... Um, these minerals that I have as well to really just give myself the best quality water possible. So uh, definitely try to find some spring water if you can, or even just a filtered water and maybe just go ahead and restructure it if that's something you're able to do. But like I said, try to stay away from the tap water if you're able to. So that's going to be the challenge for this week. And then aside from that, I just wanted to cover uh, three more topics really quickly. And the first one is just that I am actually working on a uh, breathwork course here at the moment, and I should have it done very shortly. So um, if you are listening to this podcast on the release date, which is always on a Wellness Wednesday, as you all know already, I release all of my episodes on Wellness Wednesdays. And Basically, this uh, breathwork course should be done in about a week or two's time. So uh, it will be a beginner breathwork course. It will have five different breathworks. Uh, it will have a preparatory pranayama. So pranayama is breathwork. Um, and preparatory pranayama meaning it's going to wake up the lungs and kind of help detoxify the lungs of any stagnant air. Um, you'll have a morning pranayama, an, after, uh, an evening pranayama before bedtime, a stress management pranayama, and a meditation pranayama. And like I said, this is going to be for beginners, so it's going to have instructional videos with it as well. Um, it will be a relatively low cost. Uh, this is something I just want to provide for everyone as well. Uh, it is included in my package in health coaching. Um, so if you are curious in trying it out, then 
feel free to reach out to me and we can kind of bundle it up with a health coaching practice as well, uh, which would be awesome. I would love to work with any of you because obviously if you're listening to this podcast, health means something to all of you. uh, And I would absolutely love to work with all of you because I know that you're already dedicated and you're taking time out of your day to improve your health, Uh, (laughs) improve your health, not health. Um, Anyways, Moving on, uh, I also do have a few spots open with my health coaching. So for those of you who are dealing with issues regarding your sleep, stress management, um, you know, if it's your diet you want to clean up, you want to start finding a more sustainable diet that's long term, but it's going to help you, you know, have higher energy levels and feel better and lose weight. Um, you know, these are really big things that I deal with, especially here recently. I've been dealing with, um, not dealing with, sorry, working with a few people who are dealing with gut issues, and that's a huge one for me because if you've listened to this podcast before, you've probably heard me talk about my own personal experience with gut issues, and basically that's how I got into, you know, the health field in health practice. Um, so if you are looking to really change up your, not even just, you know, your diet and the way you look, but actually the way you feel, um, on a whole level, you know, from your relationships to your stress, to your sleep, to the food you eat and the exercise you do, um, then please reach out to me. I would love to work with you. Um, it's an honor to be able to share this knowledge, uh, on a deeper level, you know, cause this podcast is only so deep. It's kind of a one-sided uh, talk here. And obviously you're able to hear all this information information, but there's nothing that really comes close to having a person one-on-one tailor a whole program for you specifically to address your health issues. So if that's something you're interested, please, uh, interested in, please reach out to me. Um, we can, you know, talk either through email or even a direct message on Instagram, if that's, uh, what would work best for you. And yeah, just reach out to me and say you are interested in the, uh, health coaching programs and we'll get you rocking and rolling on that. So anyways, uh, go ahead and reach out to me on that. Like I said, in that course, I will also include my seven-day health reset as well as my pranayama class or breathwork class that I'm re- uh, going to be releasing here very shortly. Uh, they will be both included in the program. Uh, so yeah, honestly, just a huge amazing deal and great product. And I'm seeing so much success in it with my clients. uh, And that could be one of you as well. So please feel free to reach out to me. Um, And then last but not least, I have to mention this every time because I'm absolutely in love with their products. And that's just Organifi. Um, I'm partnered with them. And I promote them here on the show because they're incredible. And their products are incredible. Honestly, um, I personally drink their products every single day. Uh, if it's, you know, it's not always the same ones every single time, but I definitely, you know, cycle through a few of the different ones that they have, whether it be the gold, uh, juice that they have for nighttime, which has turmeric and magnesium and turkey tail and reishi to really help promote super deep sleep and have efficient sleep levels as well, which is huge because you can go to bed, but you might not be getting the right amount of sleep, you know, the different sleep cycles like REM or deep sleep. Uh, and this definitely can help in achieving those. Um, also their green juice in the morning for me is awesome as a detoxification process that I can do on the daily. Um, we can get a little bit more into that because that will also kind of tie in with the kidney health here. 
Um, and then also they just have, you know, they have all these other flavors that are just amazing, like the red juice and the glow. They honestly just taste amazing. So I drink them for that purpose, but they also have some incredible things in them that are so good for your body. So if you haven't already checked out Organifi, please do so. Um, you get a 20% discount code just for being a listener to this show. If you click the link in the show notes, it will take you straight to their page. And at checkout, you will have the discount code automatically applied. So you don't have to remember it. And that's just for being a listener of the Elemental Evan show. Also on that note, I just wanted to mention that their products are all organic and third-party tested for glyphosate. So for those of you who don't understand, who do not know this, uh, glyphosate is a chemical found uh, mostly in herbicides, right? So things that they're spraying on our uh, fruit and vegetables to keep them protected from, you know, insects and different things of that matter. Um, And realistically, it's just destroying our food chain in many ways. Um, And it's also destroying our own bodies and our microbiomes, because we also have to think about whatever it's doing on the plant, it's also going to be doing inside of us. (laughs) And we definitely don't want things that are, you know, I've covered this before, but side means to kill. So, you know, these herbicides, pesticides, all that, they're meant to kill these little living organisms, which inside of our gut is a bunch of little living organisms. Obviously, we have all this bacteria in there, and we do not want to be taking the good bacteria out. We want to keep them there. They're keeping us healthy and doing some really great things. Um, Yeah, so basically, these herbicides and glyphosate, they're literally changing our biome, impairing our sulfur protein and oxalate metabolism, which you don't need to know what all that means. Just basically, you need to understand that it's not good, and you do not want it in any of your food. Um, And so Organifi has literally gone the extra step to have all of their stuff third-party tested for glyphosate, just to ensure that they're you know, their products are just absolutely super clean. So really, really enjoy their products. They do great things. Um, and they taste delicious. So you really can't ask for much more out of that. And the company obviously cares about the product that they're providing because they go through all these extra measures. So anyways, go ahead and check them out. They're in the show notes. Um, that's Organifi once again, and you get a 20% discount code just for being a listener. So Let's go ahead and jump into today's episode, which, as I stated earlier, is all about the kidneys. So I've been kind of covering, you know, a few different organs here recently. I've gone over uh, the liver as well. I've gone over the skin, and now we're on the kidneys. And for those of you who don't know what your kidneys are, that's okay. We're going to go over it today. So for the location of your kidneys, they are, oh, by the way, you have two kidneys, so not just one. They're uh, a pair. You can only have one. Uh, That is a possibility. Uh, But typically you have two of them and where they are is actually if you go down your back, so just below your rib cage on both sides of your spine, you'll have two kidneys and they're pretty much these bean shaped looking organs. Um, They're about the size of a fist on both. And so both of them are about the size of a fist. And yeah, they literally are shaped like a bean. And you have two of them on the, you know, your lower back, essentially, like I said, just right below your rib cage. Um, And so your kidneys are, you know, very similar in in the or to the liver in the sense that they filter blood, and they filter blood at a rate of about a half cup every minute. So they're filtering a ton of blood all day long. Um, They remove waste and acid from your blood and extra water to create urine. So yes, the kidneys are actually creating urine. They are pretty much, I would 
I'm not 100% sure, but they're about the first step really in the creation of urine. So very, very important um, organs here. And so from the kidneys, your urine will flow into your bladder through uh, two thin tubes called uterers. Uh, I believe I said that correctly, <laughs> kind of like your urethra, right? But there, it's not your urethra, it's these two tubes called uterers going from your kidneys into your bladder. So one from each kidney going into the, uh, the bladder. And the kidneys also help to maintain a healthy balance of water, salts, and minerals in your blood. If this balance is not maintained, then your muscles, nerves, and other tissues in the body may not function properly. So, obviously, all of our organs are important. I have been covering very specifically, um, you know, our very important organs here recently. Uh, the liver's, a, you know, a major, major organ. It's a vital organ. And our kidneys are also very, very important, obviously. Um, if they are not functioning properly, we can have some serious issues arise. Like I said here, main, um, you know, they maintain basically our muscles, our nerves, and uh, other tissues in our body and keep them functioning properly. So uh, aside from that, also our kidneys do release uh, certain hormones. Uh, there's actually a hormone very specifically that is meant to control our blood pressure. So this is kind of interesting. You know, I don't think most people pair kidneys with our blood pressure, but that is actually really kind of what's helping to regulate our blood pressure. It's what's keeping it in uh, balance. And the way it does that, and this is a little bit crazy, but basically if your blood pressure gets too low, your body can, or your kidneys can go ahead and release a specific hormone um, that will go ahead and basically make it so that while they're starting to make pee, so like pre-pee, like before it's, it's not actually pee yet, but it's about to be pee, it's like in the process of becoming pee, can go ahead and be released back into your system to up your blood pressure basically, so to increase the blood pressure. So you can pretty much have like pre-pee floating around in your blood, which is a little kind of gross, <laughs> which uh, obviously our body does it uh, as a survival mechanism, which is awesome that it does that. But realistically, all we have to do is just stay hydrated, right? And we can totally avoid this altogether. Um, so that's one of the things it does is it helps regulate our blood pressure. Um, and us staying hydrated, like I said earlier in the show, is going to be very, very important for the health of realistically our whole body. You know, we're like, what, like 60 to 75% made up of water. So yeah, it's very important that we're staying up on our water intake and making sure it's of high quality, but also our kidneys can release hormones that um, help us to make red blood cells, sorry, red blood cells, and uh, keep your bones strong and healthy. So seriously, obviously the body is all tied in. We already know this, but the kidneys are very, very important just because they filter our blood and create urine um, doesn't mean that they don't affect other parts of our body as well. So uh, another, very, another very important thing to note is that your kidneys kind of filter the waste that builds up in your blood from consuming a high amount of protein. So obviously protein is essential for your health, but if you have any issues with your kidneys, you might want to watch the amount of protein that you are eating on a daily basis uh, just because the excess, you know, kind of toxins or uh, weight, not toxins, but rather waste from the proteins uh, can cause a lot of work on your kidneys. So 
obviously protein is very, very important. And um, the amount of protein that we all need, I'm sure will vary depending on the person that you talk to. But nonetheless, we know that we definitely need protein in our diet, um, high quality protein, you know, complete proteins and uh, making sure that our bodies have the necessary building blocks, right? But obviously, with anything, there is a balance in life, Um, you know, just as the elements balance each other, so too in our body must we keep ourselves balanced. So when we are eating, um, anything can be in excess can become bad. Even as I was stating earlier, drink more water, water in itself, if you were to drink too much of it too fast could actually kill you. So too much of a good thing can be bad as well. We want to find a balance here. Um, This will be very specific to your body. I'm sure there are general guidelines of how much protein you need. Um, I've heard for people who want to maintain uh, really good muscle on their body or even grow muscle, um, I've heard that you can eat up to point, um, what was it, 0.8 grams per pound of body weight that you have. Um, That's obviously quite a bit of protein. Um, But nonetheless, that might be just exactly what you need. So anyways, this is kind of up to you. If you have kidney issues or you have had kidney issues in the past, watching the amount of protein that you're eating and maybe getting some tests done to see where the right amount would be for you would be who of you to do so. I just wanted to kind of throw that out there though. And actually, for example, if you uh, go to a gym and start working out um, and you haven't worked out in a really long time and you push yourself super hard, you might actually feel a little bit of pain in your kidneys and that could be from protein breakdown uh, going on. So Now let's go ahead and jump into what are the main issues with kidneys that we typically see in our world. So the very first one is going to be kidney disease, also known as chronic kidney disease. You'll see it abbreviated as uh, CKD as well. Um, But this disease is found in about 37 million adults and can vary in severity. So uh, 37 million people just here in the U.S. Obviously, this is a big issue um, that is plaguing a lot of people, right? Uh, and it's something that we need to bring more awareness around. Uh, maybe this doesn't directly affect us, but maybe it could in the future, or it could be someone near us and is a good idea to know more about it. Um, kidney disease can be caused by diabetes, which is actually the most common cause for it. Um, it can also be caused by high blood pressure and heart disease. So once again, we're kind of coming back to that connection of the kidneys to the heart or the cardiovascular system, um, being that kidneys have a direct correlation with our blood pressure. The health of our heart and the health of our cardiovascular system is going to be very essential in having a healthy, you know, functioning kidneys as well. Uh, So anyways, another well-known issue with our kidneys are kidney stones. Now, this is probably one that's more common or commonly known, I would say. Uh, Most people know about them just because we know how painful it sounds to pee out some kidney stones, obviously. Um, That does not sound fun. And if you've ever talked to anyone who's passed them before, it sounds terrible. Um, I have personally never had to, and I hope I never have to. Uh, Yeah, that's really something I would love to avoid. But nonetheless, kidney stones are basically hard mineral deposits that form in the kidneys or the uterus, aka those, you know, those little tubes that carry the urine from the kidneys down to the bladder. Um, These stones generally occur when there's an excess of mineral salts such as calcium oxalate, 
which I believe is uh, why Dave Asprey actually says that eating things like kale and spinach are not so good because they have high levels of oxalate. So um, I'm not 100% sure if that's exactly why he says not eat those, but I believe I remember him saying that, which is why in general, I try to kind of watch my spinach and kale intake uh, and replace it with a different vegetable. Uh, that's not to say that I don't still eat some of it. And if you are just starting a health journey right now and you're moving from fast food into health food, eat all the spinach and kale you would like because I would much prefer you do that than eat a hamburger from, you know, whatever fast food joint it is that you're going to. Um, so, but I just thought it was kind of interesting to mention that as well. Um, some healthy foods that, or, you know, foods that we consider healthy can also be a little bit of a double-edged sword there. So anyways, might be something that you want to stay away from. Uh, and uh, sorry, I also believe that calcium phosphate and uric acid can be reasons why um, we get these stones building up. So if you have high levels of uric acid, which is something that's also pretty common, um, that is something you're going to want to be very careful with. So to pass these stones, as I said kind of earlier, you typically will just pee them out. And yes, they can be extremely painful uh, depending on the size. However, there are new um, technological advancements and there's, you know, these new like machines which can actually send a uh, like a like a wavelength, basically like a sound, like a really high frequency um, right into your kidney where the stone is at and they can actually break up those stones. So for example, if you have a really large one that's going to be hard to pass, they can actually go ahead and break it down just with sound. I know that's really crazy, but um, sound is truly an untapped source of medicine and something that is really kind of being brought into the light. I've talked a little bit about a book called Sound Medicine, which is incredible, and it really dives in on the yeah basically the medicine of sound um but yeah we are actually already using you know sound and technology to help break up these kidney stones which i've heard of people who say that it helps so so much obviously i mean um would you rather pee out a stone the size of a quarter or one that might be the size of a dime or smaller obviously the dime right uh so anyways we also have other issues with our kidneys, such as kidney cancer, um, kidney cysts, kidney infections, and acute kidney injury. I'm not really going to dive into all of the uh, all of these, but mainly I just want you to be mindful that if you see any blood in your urine or you have any pain in your lower abdomen or groin, uh, nausea, difficulty passing urine, or cloudy and or foul smelling urine, um, you definitely should probably get in touch with your healthcare provider or, um, you know, a medical professional of some sort to really get this figured out and checked on because these can be telltale signs of something going wrong, um, especially blood in the urine, which I hope that, you know, I'm not the only person telling you to go get that checked out. If you see blood in your urine, definitely go get that checked out. That's not a good sign and not supposed to be happening. Um, and as well as any of these other issues, uh, these are just kind of general issues that can be related to the kidneys. There's many, many more symptoms that can occur depending on the kidney disease or the issue with the kidneys. But yeah, those are just some general, uh, general broad ones. And, uh, so obviously 
you know, I'm not just going to leave you hanging with all these kind of like depressing, like issues that can be going on with your kidneys. You know, I will always give you something to combat those with and to really take health into your own hands and control into your own hands, right? Put the ball in your court and give you some tools to use to improve the health of your kidneys and, you know, give your kidneys a really strong chance of functioning at their best ability, right? So the first one, and I've already said this a couple times now, but that is just stay hydrated, right? Like that's the most simple thing that we can do. But when you stay hydrated, for one, you're going to help with your blood pressure, right? Because now your kidneys aren't going to have to release that hormone to basically put the pre-pee back into your blood. So uh, right there, your blood pressure is better maintained. Um, And then on top of that, when you drink high quality you know, and sufficient amounts of water, you're going to be cleaning the body, you're going to be cleaning the blood, right? And obviously, your kidneys are filtering the blood. So having water in there, that's helping our kidneys to, you know, really cleanse everything out is just going to be a good idea, right? It's also going to help our liver, our heart, it's going to help everything in our body just by, you know, staying properly hydrated. So number two is uh, watch out for sugar. So As stated earlier, the most common cause for kidney disease is diabetes. Therefore, keeping away from sugar will help not only your kidneys, but it's also going to help literally as well, pretty much everything else in your body, specifically the uh, gut bacteria. We already know that sugar can lead to candida and dysbiosis in the gut, which is not something that you want. It is not fun. If you are not digesting your food properly, then you are not getting the most out of the foods that you're putting into your body. And so therefore taking care of our gut is going to be key. And uh, on top of that, you know, just staying away from sugar is a really good idea because we eat way too much of it as is, um, you know, and I'm talking mainly ad- added sugar here. Okay. I'm, I don't have nothing against fruit. Um, I think fruit is incredible and you should definitely eat it. Um, but I'm talking about added sugar. So specifically, you know, corn syrup and, uh, cane sugar, things of that nature. Right. And definitely don't eat the artificial sweeteners as well, even though they're zero calorie. <laughs> okay. Moving on. Um, exercise and watch your blood pressure. So the body's connected in so many ways, as I've stated many, many times. And in this case, what's good for the heart is also good for the kidneys, right? When you exercise, you're strengthening your heart, you're creating better cardiovascular health. And if you have high blood pressure, this can be damaging to your kidneys. So therefore, making sure that we stay active and pay attention to our cardiovascular health will pay out big time for not only our heart, but also our kidneys. So making sure that we are, you know, being mindful of our heart health is going to also help out the kidneys and also exercising is literally it's medicine. Movement is medicine. So if there's, you know, I have a few main pillars of health that I always stick to in health coaching and exercise and movement is at the top. It's up there with, you know, sleep and cleaning up the diet, all of those, right? Uh, Movement is so beneficial for the body. We want to exercise. We want to you know, drain our lymphatic, our lymphatic uh, fluids out, you know, we want to get that moving and exercise is a way of doing it. And for this case, it helps out with our kidney health as well. So uh, make sure you're moving. Now, let's go ahead and cover a couple herbs very quickly uh, that have been known to be beneficial for our kidneys. So the first one is stinging nettle, which is high in vitamin C and helps to filter out extra fluid uh, through the kidneys. Uh, There's still more research that needs to be done on these, but more or less, uh, this has been used for actually quite a long time historically. 
and uh, there's been some really good uh, outcomes with it um, traditionally. So uh, stinging nettle is something that we can use for uh, really promoting health in our kidneys. Uh, also burdock root, which helps to remove excess fluids, um, which are mainly water and uh, sodium, and uh, cleanses the kidneys by doing so. There's also um, another herb called, sorry, I'm going to say this wrong, it's Remania, R-E-H-M-A-N-N-I-A, which is a traditional Chinese medicine herb that has been shown to also cleanse the kidneys. So those are just three herbs that you can uh, use, obviously, um, when you're on Amazon or whatever. You're probably just going to find a, you know, multi-pill or like multi-herb or something pill that will be specifically designed for your kidneys. They have a lot of those, but you know, if you see stinging nettle, burdock root, or Romania in there, um, then you can already know that, you know, they're on, they're on a good path, right? So anyways, now getting into the part I like the best, which is what foods can we eat that are good for our kidneys? So obviously, Herbs and supplements are always great, but they are never a replacement for just having a really solid diet. Okay, that is where we are going to get most of our nutrients. And, uh, you know, like most of our health comes from the food that we're constantly eating, right? Not just those like one or two supplements that we take. So to start it off, cranberries and blueberries. They are awesome for the health of our kidneys as well as for just our bodies in general, but at, we already know that they have high levels of antioxidants. Um, cranberries have uh, very large amounts of vitamin C as well. They're low in sugar, and it's been shown like scientifically over and over again that kid, uh, cranberries are really good at helping to prevent urinary tract infections or UTIs. UTIs do damage on the kidneys, right? They do take a toll on the kidneys, right? These are infections that are happening um, and they're not good. We do not want these to be happening. And so time and time again, it's been proven that cranberries can really help in preventing issues with UTIs and even help to cure UTIs. So if you have, you know, a lot of issues with UTIs, which it is a very common thing, um, then be sure to have a cranberry supplement or maybe have like real cranberries on hand. And I'm not talking about just the freeze, or the, not the freeze dried, but the dried ones. Like if you can find some fresh cranberries, try to get those. Um, if all you can get is the dried ones, then try to get them so that they're not sweetened. Um, or if they are sweetened, just lightly sweetened, right? We want to kind of stay away from the sugar here. Um, but typically cranberries are, you know, little bit harder to eat. They're not so nice on the palate all the time. Um, you can definitely feel free to mix them into a smoothie or something. That's always a great way of getting them in. But definitely cranberries and blueberries are really, really awesome uh, for our kidney health. Okay, number two is going to be lemon juice. So lemon juice actually helps to both cleanse the kidneys and the liver by promoting digestion and detoxification. So typically first thing in the morning, uh, lemon juice is something that's good to drink. So you can have water with a little bit of lemon juice in it, maybe a pinch of pink Himalayan sea salt for some uh, added minerals in your water. Uh, and this is just to really cleanse the body, right? And wake up all of the organs. Uh, so lemon juice in small amounts is, uh, you know, first thing in the morning can be a really good idea for your kidney health or the health of your kidneys, sorry. And uh, the next one, and this is one of my favorites, is actually seaweed or algae. Um, and very specifically for the algae, it would be spirulina or chlorella. Now, the reason these are good for your kidneys is because they are majorly detoxifying on the 
on your blood. So they help to remove heavy metal toxins and just ultimately purify your blood as well as they're super nutrient dense. Spirulina, which I've done an episode on, is like 70% um, protein by, by weight. So it's literally the most protein dense food that we know of. Um, really, really incredible stuff. And yeah, they can filter out your, or not filter your blood, but they can help detoxify your blood, which is so huge because obviously, once again, what are our kidneys doing? They're filtering our blood. So anything that can go ahead and help clean up our blood is going to also in turn help out our kidneys, right? So definitely we want to, you know, really take care of our blood and do anything that can help to clean it as well. Now, for me personally, I love to just get my spirulina in my green juice in the morning, which once again, I use Organifi's green juice. It's delicious and it has spirulina in it. I think it might even have chlorella in it as well. It's got ashwagandha, which is good for your adrenal glands, which actually sit just above your kidneys. Um, it's incredible. Like I said, it tastes good and it has the spirulina in there, which does so many good things, but sticking here with kidneys, <laughs> very specifically, it helps to cleanse and detoxify the blood. So maybe adding some algae uh, such as spirulina or chlorella or a type of seaweed into your diet such as dulse, D-U-L-S-E, could be a really good idea for the health of your kidneys. Now we've got two more left here. The second to last one is going to be beets. So beets, for example, have nitric oxide. Nitric oxide is really good for the blood because it helps to promote blood flow throughout the body. So the reason this is good is because you're helping to filter, you know, get the blood down to the kidneys and get it filtered. It's also helping to kind of detoxify your blood in a way as well. Um, but there's also actually something very interesting about beets. I've heard that when you're eating beets, you actually want to chew it more slowly and allow it to stay in the mouth longer because that is where you get more of the nitric oxide effect. So you want to actually, I believe it's the enzymes or, uh, you know, in your saliva that are helping to break down the beets that really release the nitric oxide. Um, don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure that's what was said. It was on uh, Max Lugavere's podcast. And nonetheless, uh, having higher levels of nitric oxide in your blood is just a really good idea because it can help, like I said, increase the blood flow to all parts of the body, not just your kidneys. Now, there is also a breath work that has been shown to release more nitric oxide. Yes, literally a breath work, like a style of breathing that can increase nitric oxide in your body, in your blood, right? Uh, which is also really good for your lungs. Now, that's, this is actually one of the breathing techniques I will have in my breathwork course. So if you're interested in that, feel free to check that out. Like I said, it'll be up in about a week or two. And then last but not least, something that's healthy for your kidneys are actually eating kidneys. So I know that kind of sounds like, uh, like a little, are you sure about that? But no, truly, that is the case. We are finding more and more that that ancient tradition of like supporting like is actually true. Um, they have been doing tests, I believe it was on um, the liver, where someone would eat liver, and then they were able to track where those cells were going to, where all that food was being put towards, and it was very specifically to the liver. So when we eat a specific organ, in turn, that is going to help out that organ in our body. Um, so in general, if you do eat meat, 
always try to eat the highest quality possible, you know, grass fed beef, organic, um, you know, pasture raised, you know, no hormones. Like we want to try to, you know, give these animals the best life possible. And we need to honor the animal by eating nose to tail. So basically eating everything in between, right? We don't want to just be focusing here on the uh, muscle meat as our main source of, you know, kind of like protein or food from the animals. We also should be focusing on their bones and the, you know, the cartilage, the marrow, the uh, organs that they have, you know, there, there's so much in an animal that can be used and really should be used, right? Like it shouldn't just die just for its muscle meat. It should be, you know, used completely. We should honor the animal in that way. Uh, so if you eat meat, try to eat nose to tail. And if you want to help support your organs, well, try to eat more organ meat. I know it's a little challenging at first with some of these organs, but uh, just try different recipes and uh, eventually you kind of start to develop a palate for them and it's not so bad. <laughs> but anyways, kidneys are actually ones that I have. I think I've tried them before, but it's been a long time ago. I've uh, here recently I've had heart and then liver as well. Those are the two main ones that I've had. Um, I've also had brain as well. That's a little bit tougher for me, but uh, liver and uh, heart are pretty easy to get down, specifically heart. It's pretty much like just muscle meat, really. Um, but yeah, so that's pretty much going to do it for today with the, you know, masterclass on the kidneys. I know I kind of go into some tangents there, but I feel like they're always related to health. And so nonetheless, they're worth sharing. Uh, there is also actually a kidney cleanse. So just as I did a liver cleanse here recently, um, which I will probably talk a bit more about on my next podcast. Um, and it was incredible. Let me just tell you right now, a little bit of a spoiler alert. I actually did pass gallstones and that's pretty crazy for me. I wasn't sure if I was going to have them or not, but um, I did. I passed a lot of them. So um, if you are interested in hearing more about that, be tuned in for uh, next week's episode because I believe I'll be talking more about it there. And it was quite a interesting cleanse that I did. <laughs> but nonetheless, I think very much worth it. I feel incredible after that cleanse. So nonetheless, there is also a kidney cleanse. It is a week-long cleanse. I'm not going to get super into it right now um, because I would have to read my notes exactly on it. I learned about it at my yoga teacher training out in Thailand, along with all my other cleanses that I've learned about with, you know, for all the different organs. Um, but essentially, it's a week-long it involves eating a lot of watermelon and taking a bath. <laughs> so that's about as much as I'm going to tell you in this uh, episode. But nonetheless, you should then eventually pee and see some sediment in the bottom of your urine. So yeah, that's going to go ahead and wrap it up for this week's podcast on the kidneys. I hope you found a lot of valuable information in this episode. Um, you know, that's really what this whole podcast is about is just me providing free knowledge to all of you because I believe that, you know, it's on us to take our our health into our own hands in a lot of ways, which kind of, you know, maybe it shouldn't really be that way, um, but it is what it is. And I think when we have knowledge and we can empower ourselves in this way, um, you know, we can really take something so important and valuable such as our health and really make some big changes with it. And so that's what I'm trying to do here with all of you. So if you know anyone who um, it would be interested in hearing about kidneys or maybe has an issue with their kidneys, feel free to send them this podcast and hopefully they can find some good information in this and maybe it helps lead them down a road of, you know, figuring out what's really wrong with their kidneys and finding some actionable steps that they can start doing today 
to really help their kidneys. You know, number one, drinking more water. And like I said, you know, include those cranberries and those different foods. You know, that's a very simple thing that we can do and can have some really big changes for our health. So anyways, that's going to do it for today's podcast episode. Um, I hope you all enjoyed. And once again, if you would like to go further in any of these health aspects, please reach out to me and we can uh, hop on a quick discovery call and figure out if a health coaching program would be a great idea for you uh, to work with me. So anyways, I hope you guys have a great rest of your rest of your wellness Wednesday. You guys already know the motto here. It's do everything with good intentions and connect to your elements. Live by those two and uh, you'll see some good changes in your life. Thank you all so much. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day and stay tuned for next week. Thank you. This podcast is for educational purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professional. Evan Roberts is not a medical professional and this podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. Statements and views expressed on this show are not medical advice. This podcast, including Evan Roberts and any guests on the show, disclaims responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained in this episode. If you think you have a medical problem, please consult a medical professional. Thank you.